Welcome everybody back to another Indomitus Crusaders podcast. Um, my name is Adam Giles, your host, and I wanted to do a little bit of an intro before we get into the main meat of today's podcast uh, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, we had high expectations of talking about a lot of the new previews and launches. And to be honest, we only cover the box set. We didn't get to any of it. And it's because there's so much cool new 40k content coming out. And um, I had three of the guys from our hobby group uh, who make up our podcast um, on to discuss. And yeah, like I said, we just we just don't get through all of it. So we'll, we'll do other podcasts and we'll, we'll talk about the bits that we miss. Um, I also wanted to quickly say, well, firstly, we had a couple of tech- technical issues. So some of this is a bit, little bit glued together. So apologies, but it will be smoothed out in the future. Uh, and also towards the end of the podcast, I kind of talk a bit more about why we set this podcast up. And it was it was. Uh, and the reason we called it Indominus Crusaders is because we very much came back in kind of eighth edition into ninth edition. And, um, and you know, we really appreciated all of the content that we had when we got back into the hobby, all of the bat reps and other podcasts and, and, and written form content. There's so many cool people in the hobby that share their ideas. And we wanted this to sort of be a bit of a place for maybe not the newbie, but, but people coming back to the hobby who have taken a hiatus or, or brand new people to the hobby and to kind of be a bit of an entry point for them um, because we know that the, there's quite a lot of lore and, and other stuff to get into. So yeah, if you um, are listening to this and you like the content, please do like, subscribe, share, and all that good stuff. And if you're on iTunes, then please give us a cheeky review. It really helps us um, in terms of people people hearing us and us being able to kind of do more of this stuff. So um, anyway, without further ado, we'll get into the podcast um, and I'll catch you on the next one. And welcome back to Indomitus Crusade podcast or Crusaders podcast, I should say. Can't even get the own title of our own podcast right at this rate. It's been uh, it's been a bit of a warm day today, so it's fried my brain a little bit. Um, lads, we have Sam, Nick and Ben. I'm going to say righty because we have two Bens in our hobby group that have graced the podcast. Welcome, uh, lads. We've got an awesome foursome today and we're going to talk about the box we've had about we've had a week to digest that we're going to do a little bit of war of the spider and we're going to try and cover some rules as well there's so much coming out from gw at the moment that um it's a bit exciting we get to talk about and nerd out about loads of stuff so um yeah we'll try and fit it all in but if we missed up apologies but lads welcome cheers mate thanks for having yeah, us on again yeah thank you man Pleasure as always. yeah it's um it's ace I'm, I'm just to be honest this is just a good excuse to chat to you guys and, and nerd out a little bit um uh and hopefully other people listening to this in, in, enjoy enjoy our nerd rambles um so it's, it's been it's been a busy two weeks for gw announcements and releases isn't it yeah not so we a podcast because I, I don't have to rant at my girlfriend who would just look at me with a blank face <laughs> you know what i mean in a fast in a fast pace for 30 minutes yeah, yeah, I think we've all experienced that just kind of r- r- mad ramblings towards uh, our significant others or friends and, and housemates and stuff. And they're like, what? I just don't, I don't know and care. 
I think it's really exciting. Like I remember when uh, Ace was on the way up and uh, we were getting these like weekly uh, or, or daily um, uh, updates from Warhammer community. And I'd look forward to having my like coffee at work at 4 p.m., check the little Warhammer community site. Oh, what's up now? Holy shit, what's this? Um, so it kind of feels like we're going back to that now where every day you've got this, uh, this new kind of treat to look forward to. And like, even on Sunday, even on the weekends, I'm like, oh, what time is it? Oh, five minutes past four. Better check the community website and see what's up there now. And uh, obviously being a, being a Tyranid player, I'm just waiting for that, you know, rules drop and a little bit of a preview about them. But um, e- even, even so, it's just great to see like that, that little bit of content every day. I really enjoyed the, um, the alternative color schemes they, uh, uh, they threw out to us the other day. I thought that was really interesting just to see what the box set would look like in various different um, chapters. Just really, really inspiring for the, for the painting, I think, at least. Yeah, I agree, Benny. And, and actually, we'll touch on that in a little bit, kind of, kind of divulge a little bit more into that because I think that everyone's kind of got a little bit to add into, especially the alternative color schemes. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you're playing right into GW's hands, you know, like going, you're going every day to the website, you're driving traffic and all that kind of stuff. But I agree with you, mate. It's really nice, especially in lockdown to have something to kind of break up the day and, and, and talk about and for us to engage with. We have our hobby group and a WhatsApp group that's pretty active. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, Nick, um, Nick, any, anything to add? Yeah, I think we're going to see more people come into the hobby. Because yeah. I came in at, at the, you know, the start of eighth. Um, I'm not even sure if it, if that was what directly caused me because, you know, me and Marcus were chatting to each other and we sort of convinced each other to play again. You know what I mean? Since we were both ex-players. And it, I don't think the timing was a coincidence. So it's going to be exciting to see, you know, what new 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 faces we meet. Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, that's why we called it the Indomitus Crusaders podcast because this is kind of when we all joined. Um, some may say it's fortuitous or, or sneaky marketing on our behalf that we've just happened to call our podcast what the whole new ninth edition campaign's called. But, you know, um, uh, those would be slanderous heretic, heretical... Uh, I've, I've fucked it already. Heretical lies. Um, and I also should, should caveat because... Um, a couple of people might listen to the last podcast that Ben was on. Uh, if you have soft ears and you're not, you don't like a bit of swearing. Unfortunately, we are an adult podcast, and you're going to get all of that. That uh, <laughs> that you're going to have to purge your ears or purge your senses because me and Ben will probably chuck a few f bombs, especially especially Benny. Um, the hilarious thing is, I'm I'm centering myself, but they're still creeping <laughs> out. Like you'll you'll hear me say, I don't know, something else, like oh. Gosh, <laughs> but uh, you know it'll probably be <laughs> a little bit, a little. Mate, bit I don't know how you worked on kids' cartoons for so many years and got away with it. To be quite honest with you, fella. Uh, um, luckily, didn't have to do that many voiceovers. So <laughs> <laughs> behind the cameras, I'm swearing away. <laughs> uh, Sammy, anything to add from from your initial thoughts on kind of what's been going on, the general flow of of content? Yeah, do you want my thoughts on like swearing or nice? <laughs> Uh, just bet, just Ben in general. No, um, on uh, on the recent, just on general recent announcements. Kind of how you felt as a hobbyist at the moment. Yeah, I'm I'm fudging, looking forward to it. Um, I've weird thing is, it feels like it was only the other day that eighth came out. Um, I don't know. Three if years, true. 2017. Three years, mental, mate. Mental. I can't oh, believe yeah. it. We're just we're just in our mid thirties now, and time it like goes past. Unfortunately, fella. But three years yeah. ago, it came out. I, I just, it's almost as long as the PS, PS4 and Xbox, like, you know, they're getting new consoles, new edition. Yeah. Well, time time I, has no meaning in the warp, Sam. As, <laughs> yeah, as, uh, yeah, definitely lost. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I tell people I'm just in my 30s. 
No yes. mid, no late, just thirties. All right, let's leave it at that. Thirty um, k. Um, I that, I thought that'd be a clever tie-in, but I guess when I'm forty, I'll say forty k, and that'd be it. Okay. Um, yeah. I, so yeah, despite my moaning because uh, I still haven't painted the ultramarines from the uh, <laughs> the eighth box set. Um, yeah, I was I was bowled over by the um, beautiful models they've thrown into it. Uh, the rules changes, like as we were saying the other day, like you know the, the whole way it was delivered, and um, it's it, like all the work they've done in getting the community site, you know, um, to the size it is now, it was just perfect for this. You know, it's just mm. the fantastic sort of launch, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's it's like whipped everyone into a frenzy, I suppose. I mean, I'm definitely going to pre-order mine as soon as I can. Yeah, it's. Um, it's- uh, all of us nerds are quite, quite. You know, we we use the internet quite a lot. We tend to be quite connected, so it sort of just stoked the fire, hasn't it? Really, I mean, when we're, yeah. we've got loads loads going on with this lockdown, let's chuck some plastic crack in front of these guys and watch that, them go bananas. That's that's one thing. I wonder how many like new people are going to get into the hobby just because they've got so much more time on their hands. Like, well, apparently. You know, I was reading an article, sorry to cut you off quickly, Ben, but the that's whole right. um, the whole Henry Cavill thing, apparently they got a load of new people jump on because of his post. So, um, so yeah, you know, sure. all you need is a good bit of influencer marketing and uh, away you go. I mean, I'm, I'm, sad, I'm both happy and extremely saddened by that, you know, by that reality. <laughs> I wonder if they, if they, if that was like a natural post from him, or there was some kind of, you know, GW. Uh, we'll give you forty k if you uh, put. Some mean, I've read an interview with him where he was talking. <laughs> where he, he was he was nerding out about ADB in some random men's health interview when they were walking around the comic book shop. That, that seemed unsolicited. So I'm assuming he just held it in for so long. I, I just, it's like us. Imagine if we had to hold back this, this, this passion. You know what I mean? You're bound to. You're bound to explode at some point, and oh, mate, definitely, as especially graphically as possible. Well, as soon I'll, as you're, I'm oh, sorry, I was just gonna say, as soon as, as soon as I'm proud of any kind of piece of work I've done, it goes on social <laughs> media. You know, like I've gone out for a lovely walk, I've taken a photo, that's going up. You know, let alone this this hobby I'm really into. You know, if I if I finally get my paintbrushes out and start painting some stuff, you know, everyone's going to hear about it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm when fortunate I people, enough to have had to uh, had a conversation with him about uh, the hobby. So um, he did he did train at the gym that um, I used to coach at, and uh, and Sam Sam and Ben um, still train at when it reopens. Um, so yeah, it was quite. I've actually I've actually I sort of know some of the answer to that, or I have a better uh, theory behind it than 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 perhaps uh, guesswork. But um, I'm no longer, and I, I mean, I, we don't, we don't talk anymore, sadly. Um, but I did spend. Oh, Adam, what did you do? What did you say? No, nothing. He just, he oh. just didn't want to be my friend. He just trained at the gym I used to train at because he was training first Batman vs Superman, and that was the gym he used to uh, to do it. And uh, when we were closed, but um, I did get to talk to him about 40k a lot, which was hilarious. So, um, I, did I, you? Uh, yeah. So I already knew. Were you stood behind him whispering about 40k or he was trying to lift weights or something? No, we, we, we just got chatting and he, 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 he was saying that he was playing World of Warcraft and I was like, oh, really? Like, oh, my friends play World of Warcraft. What else are you into? And he was like, oh, I've been playing this Warhammer. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't remember which uh, of the Warhammer video games it was. So I was like, oh, I've been... Re- I've, Total War. Yeah, Total. Total, it was Total War. There you go, Nick. And, uh, and then I was like, oh, right, yeah, read Horus Heresy. I've got a few models. He's like, oh, me too. And then it was like, oh, you play 40k. And I think he regretted that decision instantly because I bent his, that's what we talked about, to be honest. Everyone everyone else was talking to him about kind of acting and I was like, no, 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 let's talk about models. 
You know how in the um, the Horus Heresy books they say that um, when a lot of people meet Primarchs for the Emperor, they just lose their mind and can't talk. Uh, I imagine <laughs> if I was to bump into Henry Cavill, I would be the same. I'd uh, I would instantly well, I mean, go blind, or my head would explode, and then I'd just be babbling about. Charles, he didn't bend the knee; he had the full conversation. Whereas <laughs> the rest, I, to be honest, I got, he to just took the piss about acting. <laughs> I had a really shit beard at the time, so he just took the piss out of my beard, and I was like, no, "Okay, good, no, fine, let's move on." Um, <laughs> when you, that's when you turned greater, the seed of chaos was sown there, Adam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he, um, he couldn't deal with it. Yeah, Superman took the piss out of my beard, and I, and and yeah, we talked about forty k. So, I mean, it's not a bad anecdote. It's just it's just not the best. Um, it's probably why. Well, it's definitely definitely not why. We're well, not, I mean, you not, can take you can take the piss out of his mustache now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> train wreck. <laughs> yeah, I th- I don't think that I can take the piss out of Henry Cavill. I think it, out of uh, you know he's got a lot more ammo than I have, sadly. But anyway, he's um, untouchable. <laughs> yeah. Also, when so, I tell people I'm a handsome actor, no one cares. So what's that about? Double standards. Um, well, it, it, you you just haven't found your audience yet, pal. <laughs> don't worry, it'll come. <laughs> so let's talk about the, this box set because holy moly I mean so they it sort of snuck up on me I'm not going to lie to you lads they kind of went oh by the way we're going to do another live I was like oh right shit uh, really and then they kind of teased this incredible box set so I feel like GW every uh, edition now are starting to really ramp up their box sets Is, am I alone in this thinking not at all, mate. Not at all. I was actually, uh, <laughs> I went back and just looked at all the different box sets from past editions. And mm. uh, this one is definitely the most models, the most quality models out of any other box set we've ever had. You know, if you look back at um, second edition, if you remember, it was just like the same copy paste orcs and Gretchen, uh, the 10 Marines that looked terrible and uh, um, some cardboard terrain. Um, yeah. Back in the days uh, and- of cardboard. Mate, yeah, I mean, to be honest, as a box goes, not bad, you know, at least you can get started. You've got, uh, you're mm. not using shoe boxes and freaking, you know, other bits True. of boxes around the house. But even boxes after that, you know, um, you would get you would get a couple good models uh, and the range was getting better at the time. But value for money wise, they've, they've decided, right, no more terrain. Let's just give you everything you're going to need, everything you want. And um, there's been a bit of speculation about this box not necessarily being a starter box so much. Maybe mm. it's for people who are already in the hobby because the units are quite advanced. There's no, yeah, like, they said that on the live stream. They said yeah, like yeah. A, um, sort of an enthusiast box, I think they mm, kind of pegged it mm, as, rather than yeah. a starter box. So yeah, that's why there's no dice or measure, measurement stuff in there as well, like, as, as you said. Yeah. Interesting. I, like, I agree with that. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it, all the models are, are look you know, pretty complicated, even the Space Marine ones. You know, for, you know, painting them isn't going to be as easy as painting an intercessor. No, I think you know they, they took a risk because they realized that um, they got all the they got all the boring models up, or not boring, but you know plain plainer looking Space Marine models out the way in, for the age box set, and now they have more room to experiment, and I'm happy because exactly. it's, 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 it's cool as fuck. Just just on that um, point, I, I I don't know if you listened to kind of what Jez Goodwin said. Who's who's I, did did you guys watch the stream? Because Jez Jez Goodwin, I've I've kind of watched a few of the podcasts and things that he's been on. Jez Jez just reminds me of some like. Rock, old rocker who still goes out and plays gigs and stuff he's just got that air about him he like clearly smoked quite a lot because he's got a gravelly voice and he just he just seems like a front man of a band 
Um, but he's like obviously a designer for GW. But um, he said that, and I loved this, that since 8th launch, since the Indominus Crusade started, it's been about 100, 200 years. And all of the normal looking Primaris units that came out so far were kind of like generic cool off the printing press. And now these guys have been in their chapters for 100, 200 years. And that's why they've got all of this new armor and they've slapped on all their um, icon iconography and got skulls and all that kind of stuff. And that they're going to feel more... So it sounds like all the Primaris are now going to feel more like their chapter-specific guys. They are the gray shields anymore, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys guys heard that or, or thoughts on that, but I thought that was really cool. I, you know, sometimes obviously there's retrofitting in terms of how how we can create new models and and bring them into the storyline. But versus how they introduced Primaris as a as a thing in the first place, I feel like this narratively feels like it makes more sense and is 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 cooler. I mean, it is. Yeah, totally. I completely agree. I think um, these these new models are uh, you know leaps and bounds uh, uh, above what we had before. And even though the last box were more like like you say the printing press generic marines, these just feel like they've got so much personality, so much um, character to them. You know, and they're all tied together by this uh, these these kind of like tabards or cloaks they're all wearing. Like each each kind of character has these. This this awesome tabard going through its um, <coughs> through its uh, uh, its model, which uh, only kind of mirrors the, this kind of crusade uh, title they've given it as well, which I think is fantastic. It's really, it really feels like you know knights of the realm coming up to face their foe and stuff. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I agree, mate. Even the dude with the with the hand that he's going to use to pimp slap chaos back into submission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, um, I thought it was like a really gnarly uh, set of keys he had. Um, I do, I do regret. Also, I, I kind of like, I, I don't support the decision to make them ultramarines. You know what I mean? They could have, it would have been suited for another chapter this this time around. Like, you know, I thought, I thought Matt Ward was gone. Yeah, I, I, it's difficult because they're sort of the poster boys for space marines, aren't they? Really, and. I think because they started it in Gilliman's, the kind of the leader of the Indomitus Crusade and and stuff. Until another Primarch comes back, I sort of feel like Ultramarines are going to be our lead Imperium. I hate to use the term good guys because you know obviously we know it's grim dark and there aren't really any good guys, but they're sort of the the, the poster boy for the good guys at the moment. Um, until you know the rest of the Avengers turn up and then we get some some differentiation on the poster. But that being said, there are units for every faction. You know what I mean? Like mm. the, those, it was it eliminators. Oh, sorry, no, they're not. What are they called again? I can't, the ones <laughs> with, the, with the melters. So eradicators. Yeah, eradicators. Yeah, because the elimin- eliminators are the are the new scouts. Um, <laughs> yeah, like so. Those seem like they could they would be right at home in in a, a Blood Angels or Salamanders army. Yeah, uh, you know, definitely salamanders could be. Yeah, it could be black templars. It could be dark angels. It, mm. you know, the the chainsaw of the bikes could be white scars. It's they they really took. It's like they 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 did this you know by on purpose. They really gave something for everyone. And Absolutely. I think that, yeah, I think that's what's really great about it. it. Like every army, regardless of their 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 faction in the Marines, is going to see something there here that they really want and um i think they've been uh, again really clever about it by not putting any um 
iconography that's specific to any faction like you know Dark Vengeance in 7th uh, obviously it was all Dark Angels you, yeah. know, you had your uh, Deathwing Terminators and uh, the, the Ravenwing bikes you know there's no way you could paint them up as a different faction where this is still like they've got tons of character in them but they still haven't got anything on them but that makes them say yeah I'm a Blood Angel I'm a you know uh, a Dark Angel or anything which I think is so exciting and like for me as a Blood Angel player as well like this this tabard kind of look they have really suits the the paint scheme i would i would paint anyway um all the uh, old seventh edition um blood angel box set space marines had the same the same motif and i think it's really really interesting but like i said before it's it's not particular to any any faction which is fantastic yeah, great point. So let's let's go through some of the units um, specifically, lads, just because we're kind of touching on some like the eliminators and things. And um, let's talk about them individually. I'd like to start with uh, the Primaris Captain, uh, if I may. Um, what a, like he's a beast of a model. I think uh, an absolute weapon of a hero. He's holding his big shield kind of on the top um, with its you know with Skeletor attached to the front, and then a power sword, and then he's got his kind of visor up, which. And they kind of talked about when they, they looked through all the sprues, which was quite nice. And they showed that he comes with multiple heads, which I think is good because I'm not a massive fan of the visor up look, if I'm honest. Um, I know that some, it's, it's, sort of, it's always going to be the way it splits kind of people a little bit. But I think it's a wicked looking model. And also, I mean, you'll be able to switch out for other heads. I think have seen some really cool things where they put like Reaver heads on, on models and Terminator heads and... And I'm sure this guy, I'm looking, I can't wait to see some of the conversions that come out from him. But um, mm. he looks like a bit of a beat stick. And also, a Primaris captain with a storm shield, I imagine, is going to be absolute weapons grade on the tabletop. Um, unkillable. Unkillable. <laughs> He's going to be fucking awesome. I think, I think like when I first saw the, um, the, the, the captain in Gravis, is it Gravis armor? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, um, the, that was the I, I wasn't sold on that. I was like, oh. Why not? It looks, it looks I don't know. It, it looks a bit like. He had like this belly and it took me a while to come around to liking him. But there was something about him which I didn't really like. This guy instantly, I was like, yeah, that's my man. This is, this is looking excellent. Like you say, the decal on the shield, uh, all the iconography all over him, all over him, uh, this, this tabard. The, the, do you know what? The, the, the helmet reminds me of just, again, Knight of the Round Table, like pulling up his helmet to get a better look of the battlefield. And then before combat happens, like throwing it back down again and charge again. Like I think... This oozes so much character. Um, the way he's holding his shield as well, it's like he's just stamped it down to, like, again, survey the battlefield. You know, I just think it's excellent. He's just taking that moment of peace before he has to engage again. You know, he's After just. After he killed the Necron Warrior in front exactly. of him. Yeah, Slashed yeah. him down, slammed down his thing, and he's like, Doms! You know, he's got this excellent pose. Um, really great stuff. I can't, I'd love to see what he looked like from like different angles and, and stuff. But yeah, really, really excited by this model. What do we like think? Um, showing his shift up, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, look, I put my favourite skeleton on it. <laughs> also, on the other side of the shield, he's got all his lines written down. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's like, they, uh, pick your uh, two arms. No, wait, that's two. That's too strong. Uh, forward brothers. No, not that one. It's, yeah, it's got all his favourite um, space marine quotes on it. I like it. Was it. The, was the in the niche as well. I mean, or gap, sorry. Um, because so we had that Gravis, the Captain Gravis armor, which Ben mentioned. I do agree with him about the, you know, that the model was a bit weird in some ways. Um, it does look like he has a belly. Look like he has a Nurgle belly. You know what I mean? Um, it's got yeah. big. 
So that, I mean, okay, he had a he had a, a sword, right? And he has Gravis armor. So that's one, you know, one type of captain. Then we had that limited release, which is like completely out of stock now, which was the power fist. The power I managed fist. to finally get one, mate. It took me oh, really? ages, and I finally got yeah. one on eBay. Um, now we have now we have the storm shield and the and the sword. If you know what I mean, which is a, which is yeah. a combo, I think. I'm not, not not knowing the stats. Just assuming that it's going to be similar. What to do you the, reckon the stats are? Let's have a little. Let's 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 play the little guesswork. Well, okay, here's here's the thing. They said they're going to. Um, they, uh, I'm not sure because the one thing that they said about the new edition is they're going to differentiate, you know, space marine chainsaws from guard imperial guard chainsaws. Mm. So they might they might be the same with power swords as well. I don't know. Or, you know, they might nerf the, the guard ones, who knows? Be interesting. I mean, I think the Storm Shield's sort of the thing. I think Power Swords, we've got a good look at. I mean, unless they change it, obviously gonna, there's going to be some points changes and there'll be some little changes here and there. So they might get slightly better. They, they may stay the same. A primary Storm Shield is something that I'm really interested in because I want to know what his save's going to be. I wonder if it have some kind of damage reduction in it as well. Like... I can't imagine it having any better than a three plus and vulnerable, but maybe it, like you say, because it's Primaris, does it have like reduces damage by one or something like that or half? That'd be cool. Um, it'd be pretty awesome. Half would be yeah, ridiculous. Maybe, oh, of course it would. Of course it, it might, would. It might do an AP thing where, you know, certain APs get reduced or ignored perhaps because I've seen that quite, it's become more common that I think in the rules I've been seeing re- more recently. Mm. Yeah. I, it's. I mean, it's bigger than a normal space marine, like a baby, the baby marines. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a Primaris fanboy. So anyone who's who likes the old little Lego men, um, you're just going to be offended for most of the time when I talk about space marines. But the ba- it's bigger than a baby marine. So it's. I mean, it's like it's like holding one of them in front of you. It should almost be like it's got two, the the shield itself's got two wounds or a wound. That would be interesting if you like the shield you have to break before you can get to the marine or something. Yeah, but that's very seventh, isn't it? They had armor values for tanks and stuff, so I don't I, perhaps that gets a bit complicated, but I'd love to see I'd love to see the storm shields kind of do something, be really meaningful and not just kind of uh decoration. Um and what's I have, the uh isn't there like words. isn't there some uh a faction that has a shield where if you save, you reflect damage, like it bounces back. Have Ooh. I made that up? Uh, the Nurgle Demon Prince can have armor that does that. Mm, mm, that's interesting. Uh, which is handy. Uh, in fact, it's great. Um, and I always forget to use it. But I, I'm not too sure about shields. Okay. Anyone? No, I'm, I haven't heard. I, it doesn't ring a bell for me, mate. I'm not sure. But I'm, again, if, if you're listening and, and you're like, screaming at your headphones or your phone or whatever you're listening to um do let us know in, in comments or, or or ping us a little note on instagram or something and and we can yeah and call me it's a nurgle relic actually i don't think it's um <laughs> prince only okay um so let's move on to the primaris lieutenant um okay i'm going to say what i like about the primaris lieutenant i'm going to say what i dislike and lads chip in as we go so i really like the fact that he's got a volkite weapon here um, another thing and just to touch on as well is I love the fact that they're really sinking together 40k and 30k and like one thing that I've I, I've heard some people talking about is that like 30k they're kind of bringing back um, sort of specialist units so 30k you had guys who just had bolters and they didn't have like lots of mixed um, squads they just had 
singular squads and the same weapons and it's really tying in a lot of grim dark so i love that and especially with obviously the siege of terror and Hor- heresy kind of stuff coming out mm. and all the storyline seeming to connect i really like that i with the uh, lieutenant though there's some i don't his proportions look a bit weird to me and i'm not a massive fan of his massive holster um so i'm overall i'm a bit I'm a bit conflicted about this model. I think if, if and when I get this guy, there's going to be quite a lot of converting for me um, on my side. Um, but, but what do you think? Uh, ben, yeah, do you oh, Sam, kick us off. Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I love the, uh, the Volkite weaponry. or They're calling it, I think, the Neo-Volkite because Cool's uh, got his hands on it. He's found some like old plans lying around and he's uh, souped it up apparently. Yeah, that's it. Neo-Volkite pistol, it says uh, in the text underneath. Um, But I I totally agree with you. I I do love the the sort of like mono-weapon squads. Um, And yeah, it harks back to the Great Crusade and I guess, you know, this is yet another crusade. Um, But yeah, there is a great touch there. And of course, there's a Primark involved, so it's, uh, it's really neat. It's sort of like there's a bit more science and discovery going into this, you know, Cole's been churning out all this weird and wonderful new stuff. Um, again, the best thing to happen to 40K, in my opinion, is um, a little bit of innovation. Um, even though, you know, it's frowned upon, but well, man, it's, it's not so good. I agree. It's, it's all grim dark, you know what I mean? And, you know, they made yeah. the efforts, they made the efforts with the, the newer books to push the fact that, you know, since Bobby G's arrival, you know, he's making pains to rediscover history and try and piece together all the, you know, all the things that people have completely screwed up. And yeah. you know, part of that is obviously, you know, pushing call or whatever to reinvent, reinvent the wheel, which is fine. It's still, the, you know, it's still a horrible universe. You know, rediscovering some old weapon isn't, isn't going to change anything, is it? No. I like how Cool would reinvent the wheel by putting loads of brains in it and skulls to make it just, you know, 40k enough. Still round, but it's made out of like, <laughs> like cyber carabs or something. Um, but yeah, like, I, I love how like Gulliman's a bit upset that they don't even really know what year it is because there's so many like different, there's, there's like some sort of imperial. Mate, neither, ne- neither do we. Most of us have yeah, forgotten exactly. it's been three years since 8th edition came out. So, uh, that's true. That is rich. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm not too sure what day it is right now. But yeah, we're not even crusading. I mean, we're just we're just sat at home. We don't I, even know no. what day of the week it is. But yeah, I think the I think the pistol looks years, amazing though. as well. It sort of reminds me a little bit of like '90s um, like laser guns um, that you would get from like toy stores yeah. that you played like almost like home laser quest with. But um, obviously, that, like yeah. it's kind of got that '90s like. Uh, vibe to it but yeah I think the pistol looks ace but the re- he just, I don't know what it is the proportions he sort of compared to compared to the captain he sort of looks a little bit like just the proportions aren't quite right for me um, Ben what do you think of the lieutenant I I honestly love him. I don't think I really have anything bad to say about him. I, I'm I'm down with I'm down with the comment about the uh, his holster. It is now now you've pointed it out. It's quite obtrusive how massive it is. It's like all my eye is drawn to it now. Um, but uh, his pose reminds me very much of that limited edition lieutenant you were talking about, or the captain mm-hmm. earlier, uh, where he's kind of very spread out. Um, but this is a very similar pose to how I would have made a, a model look, you know, looking down the side of the gun. Um, I, I love the detail on him though. Like I've only just kind of really studying and noticing this now, but these, uh, these halos they've got uh, on their, on their jet, uh, 
on their kind of backpacks. Like the mm. captain has this excellent one with two layers and a skull, and then mm. his is just one layer. Obviously, he's like not a high, as, as high a rank, but um, that his helmet again really feeds into that kind of Knights of the Round Table Crusade. Um, the the storm shield looks fantastic. What's this key that's on the storm shield? Where does that go? What's that for? We never know. Um, but yeah, I, I think proportionally, I think uh, he looks fine for me. Uh, I'm not. Nothing's really flagging for me to say. Oh, what's going on here? Um, yeah, down with the gun. Stormshield looks great. I love his uh, his his sidearm um, uh, power sword is holstered. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy with this model. Is going to be fun to paint? I think. I'm also taking a closer look now. That yeah, the holsters. You know, fucking yeah. yeah, it's a bit weird. He he doesn't necessarily need a holster either because he's it's, looking at his armor. Though there's like you know the the trim on the um on the legs, the knees, that's, so that's good. Like, that's 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 from the chaplain. But that's yeah the trim that they use for the chaplain. So they're, they're, I'm assuming that model sells super well. And they yeah. probably thought this of themselves. Hmm, I love that. We can get if away, we can get away with this. If you yeah, look at all the character models, they've got this kind of trim above the knee, uh, you know, that, that gold kind of embroidering and uh, the kind of spikes and stuff. And he's got his skull there and stuff like that. The captain's got the same thing. Uh, the chaplain does as well, as does the, um, uh, the Judica. Uh, and then also the blade guard veterans, but then only when we get down to the kind of more regular Marines, you know, they've, they've lost all the bells and whistles. They're just like stock, which I think is really nice. It really pulls these models out as, um, you know, characters to be feared on the battlefield. Like yeah. their ornamentation obviously means something. Yeah. It sets them apart as well from the, the, the ones we've had before. So I, I, I agree. Um, I, I just, yeah, like, like, I mean, I've already kind of made, made my, my feelings of this guy, known but like i like the little details as well like the sh- the little shields that they've got on them and stuff they've just they've really gone to town with kind of like dressing them up and you know it's going to be it's going to be a lot more detail for us to paint as well so i know uh, i know sam's relishing that as uh, as one of our one of our big painters in the in the crew um well let's m- yeah i'm not, i'm looking forward to painting the massive leather holsters i think they look really neat yeah okay sorry about that team we had a slight connection error so um to you, it will seem seamless in the edit. We'll just start talking again, but um, we just had an audio dropout. So we were talking about the Lieutenant. I'm now going to move us on to my favorite model of the recent announcements, and that is the Chaplain. The new Primaris Chaplain is everything I wanted in a model and more. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I'll kick off. The main reason I love this model is because I think that the old Chaplain was great, but it, you couldn't really um, customize him too much for your individual chapter needs. Like, it's a space wolf player to make him look like a, um, a not wolf priest, uh, rune priest those are, to make him look like a rune priest. Um, no, yeah, wolf priest. It's basically push fit. It's push fit basically. Like, and yeah. you know, the pose is very, the, the pose is very static as well. He has the, just the one pose. I mean, I love painting the model. It's super cool. Um, and it's it a great looking model for yeah, sure, it but, great, it's, but it, it all, everyone's looks the same unless you change the head. Uh, but I this guy, his face is Kano from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Nick. I was, I was killing my points. As well. <laughs> He's definitely Kano. Freaking from, Kano, mate, love it. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he just needs a bit more of a tan. Um, but Give us I the broke sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love the ch- uh, Chaplin pistol. Uh, like, uh, bol- they're not even bolt pistols. I, they're kind of like hand bolters. They look amazing. 
Um, his his Crozius is incredible. He's going to be just an absolute conversion like dream. Um, I love everything about this model. Love the fact that he's standing on Earl Rock. To Ben's point earlier about the skulls on their backpacks, he's kind of got an actual skull. He's kind of you know he's got this. I just love him. I think he looks amazing. He's my favorite model in the, in the set completely. Um, ben, do you want to want to jump in? Anything anything you've got on this guy? Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you've covered most of it. He looks, he looks awesome, absolutely awesome. I, I love like his pose. I like he's standing on this rock, and he's really like, if he, he feels like he's commanding the charge or some kind of like rallying call, you know, he's inspiring everyone around him. I love that. Um, I don't know if you know some of the craziest, but he's got like this uh, eagle on top, which also has a skull for a face, which is is, is excellent. It's just like skulls on skulls on skulls. It's, They've it's just gone br- so big on skulls on the new models. They it's love unreal. it. I love it. It's brilliant. He's even got like a, a, a rib cage uh, just under his breastplate. You can see like the ribs of a, of a skeleton as well, which I think is really fun. Um, yeah, I love I'll, his I'll Aquila be as well. His Aquila's kind of got a rib cage. Really nice. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Like a, yeah. And then he's got like spikes. I mean, I ju- he's just... I, I don't want to say perfect, but he's so close to being perfect. It's unreal. Like he's out of all the models, I can't. I can't. Literally, I'm like, he's he's spot on. I can't wait to the head. This the head looks fantastic as well. Sometimes you see like the Space Marine heads, and they they. I think it's quite hard to get a human face right unless it's like super neutral. You know, but this guy's got loads of expression in him. You know, I can really feel that that yell he's doing and uh, the creases. Are, are, I mean, obviously it's painted so freaking well, but I could imagine even grey, this would look like a fantastic model. Yeah. Um, Sam, anything to add? Well, I mean, skulls and spikes. Like, I know a certain big red dude that'll like that. <laughs> Might want to you know trim it down a bit there, Mr. Chaplin. But yeah, I, I like Ben was saying. I think the um, the the faces they've been churning out like, over the last few years have just been like stunning. Like you know, yeah. not only are they a pain, like um, even like like myself, where I I usually end up stabbing the paintbrush into it, and the, the pupils like over in the corner. So you know, it looks that like is untrue. That is un- that's a massive lie. Go on his Instagram, know, you'll see it's a massive lie. Uh, my Abaddon looks like he's drunk. Um, <laughs> But yeah, because he is drunk. Yeah, yeah, drunk on power, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. I love the little um, service studs that's in the skull in his backpack. Is like, is that his predecessor or something? Really nice little, you know, touches like that. And um, the the fact that yeah, he's got quite um, can't remember the word for it. It's like a, like sort of like an ossery, you know, like the, the bones immersed into his armor. Um, great touch. Nice. Nick, what are your thoughts? Hmm. I was just, just taking a closer look before I speak, and it's, you know, it's everything I want from 40K. Give me more of this stuff. I will say that if he's a Blood Angels chaplain, he's basically in the arms of Korn, as Sam said, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Like, yeah. you know, black, he he's black. Have him on his lap. He's full Black Rage, isn't he? Yeah, he's, you know, like, that's, might as well just give him to Korn as a present. He would make quite a good conversion uh, into a, I think a, um, what's the the chaos dudes who love their uh, the dark chaplains? Uh, I can't remember the name. Uh, name uh, the um, the word bearer dudes. The yeah, ones who always their, um, I can't remember the name now. I should know this. 
the, the guys who like you know they they sing hymns in the game and you get like bonuses out of it and they've got like um, do you mean word bearers or yeah Dark Apostle. There you go. There you you go. make a great conversion into a Dark Apostle. Yeah. This, this, is, this is a more terrifying model than a Dark Apostle, to be honest with you. It's more innate <laughs> as well. Yeah, it's more innate. You know, I, I, I get more of a, you know, which is, it's ironic that the Imperial, is it? I don't know, but we'll, we'll get into that law discussion about law and, you know, um, all that nonsense. Sure. Um, because, yeah, yeah. You know, the, but this, this, this feels more religious to me than uh, a word bearer's Dark Apostle. Yeah. And that's yeah, a good def- thing. Uh, so they're and, dub- yeah. definitely doubling down on the grim dark, aren't they? I mean, it is. It is actually the same pose as the old chap as the old chaplain, which is um, you know maybe I, I don't know. It works so well, but I would have said maybe go with something different. Although it works better for this model than the previous. Yeah, one. I agree. I mean, you could always you could always Sorry, just change the arms and slightly slightly tweak it a little yeah. bit, um, and yeah. it would fit, feel different. Um, I've also seen some um, guys on Instagram kind of cutting the legs apart, green stuffing and changing the joint position. So they're like jumping and uh, models are jumping or like kind of crouching and stuff. And that looks insane. So again, I just can't wait to see what the community does with this thing. This guy, I just think he's going to be, you know, just like you said, even chaos players are going to get hold of him. Like, you know, just convert the hell out of him. Okay. Let's go on to the, Judicia, I just think is how it's pronounced. I mean, even Jez Goodwin got it wrong. So if that guy's getting it wrong, I think everyone's going to get it wrong. Um, he sort of splits opinion, this guy. Um, it's interesting. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see his r- rules. I've heard some rumors that he's basically kind of the, uh, the, the kind of space Marine cheerleader. And he basically is like, yeah, let's, let's, let's go and kill in combat. Lots of people. And has a, has a rule where he um, makes his u- the unit. He's, a, he's got a bubble to kind of fight first or something like that. And, He's obviously a loves taking people's heads with his big chopper. Um, I, yeah, it's an interest. There's some interesting design decisions. This is Jez Goodwin, who, who the lead designer's favorite model, apparently. Um, and he likes it because they've removed the shoulder pad on the on his right side, so he can swing that sword. Uh, he's kind of got his cloak half down as well, so he can properly swing the sword. Mm-hmm. And then he's got an hourglass. There's there's some quite nice design cues, but I don't know. For me. I'm not, I'm not sold. I, I've kind of, at first I was like, oh, it looks great. And then I listened to some people's kind of critiques of the model and I, and I, I, sort, of, I sort of paid into it a little bit. And I, and I think, I, I won't go on exactly my thoughts. I'll hand it over to you boys because I've obviously been going to get, um, hogging, hogging the, oh my God, it's amazing. But um, on the judicia, what do we think? Ben, do you want to have a crack at this one first? Yeah, um... I, I think I was similar to you, Adam. When I first saw it, I was like, holy shit, I've never seen a model like this from the Space Marines. It's looks pretty brutal. Um, um, and like you said, seeing things like the asymmetry and the shoulder pads, having having one off, I love that kind of practicality. I kind of wish there was something else there than just that under pad. You know, there, there was a bit more design thought there um and and yeah the cloak uh, or the robe ringing off his shoulders kind of nice um i love i love the hourglass the hourglass is fantastic i mean we've never seen something like that that feels really like warcraft to me opposed to warhammer in a lot of ways like this this kind of like temporal spell he can cast um but for me the, the big thing with letting it down is the head i'm just uh i'm not not convinced by this I don't know if it's like a, a mask or if this is his real face or whatever. Um, I like, I like, yeah, uh, like 
I love the mask over the bottom half of the face, but then the top half isn't selling anything to me. It just feels, um, uh, yeah, feels a bit unfinished. Yeah, there's red, there's red skull like, meets Uncle Fester. Yeah, there's just yeah something a bit off here. There's not enough detail in it for me, or or, or I'm not really sure what it's meant to be. Um, the sword as well, like if, if, if I don't know what it is, it just feels like it's it would be really blunt. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm I'm down with the top being straight, uh, but something about it, the way it's uh, modeled, just feels like it's. That's just going to... It's more like a mace than a sword. But It's um, really handy if you have any uh, kitchen cabinets where the door handles are coming off and you need someone to yeah. tighten them back up. He's really good for that. Bash Bang that on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, just, just yeah, tight, yeah. tighten up those screws on, on any of your kitchen cabinets. But Yeah, there's, yeah, there's something about it. But um, do you know what? I, I'm, I'm happy to be proved wrong and I'm sure when other people paint this or maybe he has different heads as well, uh, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see. But there's definitely parts about it. I love his armor. Like this, what we're seeing about this leg, like that doesn't look like any marine leg I've ever seen before. Great like even Chapman doesn't have this. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Like this, this awesome green or whatever it is but uh yeah it looks it looks really nice uh I'd, I'd, I'd like to know what that decision was about and what this guy is kind of what's his backstory what's his law why have we not seen a character like this before um but uh yeah mix I'd, i'm happy to be proved wrong you know sometimes with i'm sure everyone here you come round to a model you know you're like oh i Nah, I'm not. I'm not into it. I didn't like the intercessors when they first came out. I thought they looked stupid, but I, I love them now. So um, you know, I'm sure with a bit of time, I could I could learn to love. <laughs> so fickle. <laughs> I like your. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I I agree with Ben's comments about the uh, the hourglass. Um, I mean, it's about time, right? Mm, very good. Hey? Have you, did you write that? Did you write that down at the beginning of the podcast? You've been waiting for. Like, uh, thought of it instantaneously and I didn't want it dropped. Um, but I have heard, I was listening to um, Twisted Dice podcast, a little shout out for a pod, another 40k podcast, trying to share the love. Um, and they were saying it feels like an Age of Sigma model. Um, and it is, it, it is interesting. I kind of, I think that, you know, for the range to start feeling more interesting and exciting, they Games Workshop have got to be given the freedom to try new things and like, have a bit of crossover and people convert from each system anyway with their models. So um, potentially it's just, it, 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 it's a, it'll, I think there'll be some awesome conversions from it. Um, but, but perhaps you'd chaos boys, Sam and Nick, maybe this is a model well, for you guys to convert into, yeah. into a chaos Lord. Well, I'll, I, mean, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that because I'm what you see is what you get because I'm such a Nick Beard asshole. <laughs> well, I, I, I agree with Nick, Nick on that one. Yeah, I think there's a limit to it. But um, the problem I have is that whilst all these new units are fantastic, you know, you have, and obviously it's a selling point to the box set, but there's so many armies that are in desperate need of some love. And yet we've got another weirdo space marine that's filling another niche that I didn't know they needed filling. Yeah, like I is he he does remind me of the um, was it the Emperor's Champion from the Black Templars? Yeah, um, like seek out someone and then duel them. I think it, um, it's like an answer to the Master of Executions that they released with. Chaos. Yeah, yeah, that, I that's, yeah. I agree with what both what everyone said about this model. The sword looks silly square. You can do a much better like great sword than that. You know what I mean? Don't agree with that design choice. The face 
is just, you know, the, the, the skull mask is a bit weird. I would have given him a, a human face with that mask. It would be more menacing and, and terrifying mm-hmm. to me. And the armor is obviously the biggest departure from Space Marine armor we've seen yet. The hourglass is fucking awesome. But all of this in one is a huge departure and it's a little bit jarring. Maybe they should have toned down certain elements. That's, that's my view on this. Yeah. I, 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 overall, I like the look, but I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me for some reason. Um, you know, but as Ben said, maybe I'll come to like it as well. Uh, with a different face. Perhaps. I was going to say you could put you could put like one of the different helmets on it. Take one of the guy, one from the Primaris captain. You know, like suddenly you've got that head on there. You could even maybe switch out or, or modify the sword. But I think there's. I think the cool thing about the new kits and the new sculpts and just what the new plastic we get is the conversions are so much easier to do. Um, file down that sword pretty easily, I think. Unlike yeah. previous files, nose. <laughs> there's and there's a load of I mean, stuff I, that we can I, suddenly I, do to it. Um, Executioner's blades are like that, though, right? They're, they're yeah, they are. But um, is it me or is, he, is his mask wearing a mask? <laughs> That's what it looks like. But he has it's got. It says. It says one. in the in the in the chat. It's like brutal looking executioner relic blade, and it's kind of the whole idea of this is it cuts down people with a single blow. So it's probably going to be like, and he's going to be an absolute beast in combat, and he's probably. And and sorry, just to Sam's point about kind of why do we need this guy? Because I think look. There are all the other factions are going to start getting like look at Necrons. They're basically just going to get a complete overhaul and brand new units. Like everyone will get their turn in the sun. Space Marines are uh, they said they said have said it a few times in recent live casts. Space Marines and, and and Heretic Marines are the kind of this is who the um, the antithesis of the story is about. It's about the the antagonist and the protagonist. These two 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 factions and everyone else is kind of periphery to a degree in 40k. But I think everyone will have. They'll start building out all the ranges, um, but most people play space. Like everyone on this podcast, even though I, I actually only have Space Marine Army, but everyone has a Space Marine Army of some description on the on the podcast. Everyone in our chat, even the guys with the specialist armies, have a Space Marine Army as well. So it's they they sort of and everyone wants to have a different looking army. So you sort of need enough units to make sure that everyone can kind of have a different looking that's, and different feeling army. That's true. It's um, true, but like, something like Eldar desperately needs some, you know, love, and and they were always a very iconic race. I mean, they're the elf equivalent in this. Yeah, setting, right? but I I think it will come. Like, ne- look at Necrons. Necrons, like I didn't even realize the monolith true, is it's fifteen yeah. years old. That model, fifteen years old, apparently. I heard oh. someone say the other day, and I thought oh, that was God. a fairly. I thought that was a fairly new kit. Um, so. They're getting upgrades, and there's if they 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 talk about having a three year cycle for for stuff. So they they work in three years. So now as soon as they launch ninth, they start working on tenth. So they work three years in advance. So it does take a bit of time, and I know that everyone that those I, I completely understand. Like people who were like, I love Eldar, I love Dukari, or whoever your your faction is, and you're not Space Marines. You're a bit like, oh, I'm so sick of Space Marines. But let's be real. <laughs> Most people play Space Marines as one, if not their main army. Um, like I said, everyone in our hobby group, everyone plays Space Marines of some description and they have a second army or third army as well. So I think there's got to be enough in the range to to make sure that everyone feels like they've got a faction. And you know, you, you end up getting people like White Scars who are like, we don't have any Primaris bikes, which is justified. But again, we now have Primaris bikes, which um, I really want to talk about, and I don't want us to run out of time. So we need to we need to talk about the new models. Uh, let's talk about Blade Guard veterans quickly. Um, who wants to kick us off about Blade Guard veterans? 
Hot damn. I love these guys. I can't wait to paint them as Blood Angels. This is going to be fucking awesome. Um, I'm all about the close combat. I like. I play a Tyranid army as a main, but my Blood Angels are also uh, uh, very close to my heart. And I've never really been a fan of the uh, sit back in the castle and shoot the opponent as they come to you. I want to get amongst and uh, get involved. And again, these guys in tandem with the captain, oh man, I, I can't wait to get them in combat, to get them up the field and, uh, you know, ambushing some fools. Like, they look great. Every every one of them looks fantastic. Um, I'd be interested to see what these guys' rules are as well. Like, you know, are they going to be good or are they, are they just going to look amazing? But in the same theme, they've got these tabards. They've got these lovely halos over their, over their, uh, their backpacks. Um, I wonder how much posability we have in this or are, are these the stock poses we have to go with i know they're the they're probably the the not quick fit what is it a build. fast build or quick build or whatever so we might not have much posability in them but they still look great and they uh they still all of them have a lot of character to the way they're kind of presenting themselves and holding their, mm. their poses um I, yeah i think these are super nice i don't think i've seen you know, a set of marine models as nice as what we've been kind of reviewing so far. I think GW are moving away from multi-pose models. I just get the feeling. I've got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of on board with it because I, I am. when I first put together some uh, models when I came back in 7th, I didn't really realize certain arms went with certain body types and I messed up a lot of my models to start with. I was like, oh, sweet, I'm going to put this pose here, but this arm only fits to this arm, which can only hold this gun. So it was, you know, after I figured that out, it was fine, but I couldn't quite have the maneuverability I wanted to create the poses I wanted to do. Um, so I, a lot of my... Uh, um, Death Company are like right off now because they just look so freaking weird because I've put the wrong arm and the wrong chainsword or whatever uh, on the wrong body. But um, maybe maybe this is better. Maybe this is like, look, we're the art directors and we're the, we're the artists here. We've sculpted these models to look a certain way. Maybe there's not as much personality for you to inject on this. Um, but we know this pose looks fucking good. Um, so I'm in two minds about it. I, you know, I mean, there's only so much you could do with the old poses. So, uh, and I hate fucking around with plastic glue as well. So, I support this. <laughs> and also, the redempt, like something like the Redemptor Dreadnought, took about four days to put together because it were like just, uh, and then and then it looks exactly the same as the easy build version of it. You're like, okay, good. I'm really glad that I had all of those options to manage to make the the chest plate open up and close. Um, yeah, I think, I think from the rules perspective and the looks. As Ben was saying, everyone's been desperate for these. These are the chainsaw guys. Like this is what everyone was asking for. Like elite, elite units that fight in close combat that aren't aggressors, just melee specific. And then obviously the chainsaw primaris close combat. You know that aren't reavers. So this is what people. Were, these these two sets. This is what people were really asking for, in my opinion. Yeah, as a space wolf player, definitely. Although I have to say, um, as Ben was talking about at the top of the show, they um, showed some kind of different schemes, and they and they did it on on these guys, um, and they just look awful as space wolves. Um, uh, Wolf Lord Row on Instagram kind of posted and was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing these as space wolves," and I sort Mate, of agree with paint- them. You paint them black. You paint them black, and then you have the space wolf yellow on them. So they're almost <laughs> like 
you know, these, 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 these dark wolves or whatever. Uh, I reckon there's a way you don't paint them space wolf gray. Completely agree. They don't look right for some reason, but, um, I reckon you find a paint scheme. Like I've seen some, some wicked, like darker space wolf colors. And, uh, I think maybe that's it. you like, you know how, um, uh, uh, dark angels have their, their terminators, their death wing. They're a different color. Maybe, um, maybe the space wolves have their, uh, you know, super elite units, a little bit of a different color as well. And just keep them tied together with the yellow shoulder pad and the um space wolf iconography but i reckon there's something you could do here yeah well I, yeah. that's not a bad shout dude I, I i actually have kind of i'm going a different way i think with this unit i either i either use them for a different chapter because i've got some other ideas of, of another chapter i want to do um or i convert them into like primaris terminators or something um which could be pretty sick so i don't know i i sort of i sort of don't necessarily just want to paint them up to have them and kind of try and fit them in, even though there there are ways. I think, you know, they just they just they work so well for some armies, and I just think that some others they're just not going to fit in. Kind of, they're not really very space wolfy either. They look like knights. They don't look like space wolves. So I think that they're yeah, more they're more for like you know, um, I, mean, I think, uh, uh, I think black templars, green stuff, green stuff, uh, um, a wolf uh, skin on them, slap one of the old uh, helmetless heads that is roaring. Give them all maybe, axes. Maybe. Yeah, you're, and maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe it'll work. It's, yeah, it's hard to picture though. We probably won't be able to give them axes in the in the rules and they've just got tabards. The pro- that's the problem with tabards. They're just not space wolfy. They need wolf pelts. So um, yeah, I think this set is going to be really, apart from the, the chainsaw dudes, everything from this set is probably not going to go into my space wolf army and it'll probably go into a different army. I'm even tempted. I've just read um, uh, the Black Templars book, Aaron Dembski Burden Black Templars book, Hell's Reach, and oh man, Black Templars are awesome. I was, I was like, oh, maybe even, maybe even do some Black Templars. But I, I, I think that there's some real cool stuff to do with these guys. What I am really interested in is they, they their little kind of caption underneath their images. If you're looking for a bunch of diehard elite Primaris warriors that hold the line or smash through the line to your opponent already sounds amazing Warding mastercrafted power swords what mastercrafted hmm okay what does that mean and then the fact that they've also it says that they're no nonsense damage dealers amongst the toughest most resilient units in the spa- entire space marine roster okay so couple of things to mention on these first thing is we already have aggressors that are three wounds and toughness five that these guys apparently are most resilient so they're going to be what harder than those guys to kill uh, they yeah, also, the sorry, they'll have the in run with the shield. Yeah, so That's maybe a four up in, four up in run. Wounds. Well, they have the, less wounds though, because they're not. Are they? No, they're not wearing gravis <laughs> armor. So I think that they'll they'll be given less wounds. That's you my think? So, the, but the yeah. bike has had four wounds on what they on the the what they showed us in the preview, right? So what happens if these guys have four wounds? Four up in run save, toughness five, and then a mastercrafted power sword. Um, I think we're looking at two wounds and an invun, a good invun. Anyone else thoughts? I mean, I've got thoughts on the the model side of it and the conversion side of it, but the rules, I have nothing to contribute. Okay, <laughs> well, like, hit us up you with your conversion about. ideas, and then Benny, if you've got any thoughts on the on the rules side, jump in after Sam. Uh, well, I always like I love multi-pose kits. So I, I, I'm biased towards that because I like converting things. So I like popping the heads off stuff and swapping the arms around. You know, it's, it's 
I also, I'm addicted to the smell of um, glue. So for me, that's an, uh, that's an uh, opportunity to indulge in A, an addiction and B, an addiction. So it works great. Um, also, I think the, um, the fitting them into different um, chapters, I think that could be easily done. You could like snip those heads off and put on um, the wolf conversion sprue thing, you know, when they've got like the ponytails. Yeah, and the but they've got tabards, mate. It's just not going to work. I'm sure you could, you know, cover the tabard in mud and blood like they've been crawling through the worst of it. Um, what else could you do? You could paint a wolf on it. You could attach a wolf's tail to, you know, like all their like fetishes and shamanistic stuff you could glue to the front of the shield. That tabard <laughs> maybe even, they, they might even make it easy to to exclude that bit. Yeah, you could for, for people to, to yeah, facilitate the conversions because I've noticed that for bits that aren't necessary, GW tend to like make them glue ons, like the Damon Prince's tail. He's actually got a full big booty underneath the tail, which you can choose not to put on. I discovered this recently after gluing one together and looking at his gluteus maximus. Yeah, and it is toit like the Demon Princes, they uh, they be doing their squats. I'm happy I think to be proved you- wrong on this, but I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna veto this as a space wolf model. I think I, I, I don't well, even think you're. you're I don't authority, think you're gonna so see it in many space wolf lists, um, and like unless people are just want to run it. But, but from a theme, okay. theme of fluff wise, I think it's, I think they're an out. They, they need I'm to- gonna um, convert and paint one to spite you, and then you can have it. Absolutely fine with me, mate. I have no problem with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be. I'm gonna stick horns on the helmet. It's gonna have a Viking helmet. But you could you could snip the bottom of those tabards off to look, you know, make them look like they've ripped or torn on things. Because you know, yeah, the space wolves don't they don't care, you know, in the heat of the battle what things look like. I'm sure. Um, but they do look after their stuff. Yeah, good loincloth. You can you know convert it into a loincloth, and we can talk from there, right? <laughs> yeah, you could like a fur-lined Conan the Barbarian style loincloth. It's a fact. Yeah, uh, par, uh, hard pass still from me, lads. But I, I, I like the fact that you're still sticking with this. <laughs> yeah, time will tell on that one. Yeah, I think I think you know we've got some way. Like, they just suit stuff like Dark Angels, you know, Black yeah, Templars. Like there are some, there is just some legions that these guys absolutely fit in, and there are just a couple that they don't, and that's fine. I think that that, that that's the cool thing about this range, you know, like. Um, for me, course, that yeah. most of it is for serving other other legions, um, but there are options as well. So absolutely, um, yeah. Benj, any any thoughts on the on the rule side of things for these guys? I'm just conscious of time, and that we've got a few more few more models. We haven't even got halfway through the box. We haven't even got to the Necron <laughs> side of things. Yet. Hilarious. We're we're very good at this timekeeping business. I will say. Um, yeah, rules wise, I you know I I don't know about the guessing of rules. It's uh, it's it's hard to tell really. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to have three wounds. They'll probably have a uh, four of them vulnerable save, um, maybe toughness five, but uh, they've got to be, they've got to have something that's going to make them a bit more uh, resilient to get them into combat. I don't know. Um, they've always got like, you know, their sidearm pistols as well. So are they all stock bolters? You know, they're, they're heavy, um, they're heavy bolt pistols. Ah, uh, of course, of course. Um, yeah, I don't know, really. I, I'd just be excited to see what they what they do. I'm happy to wait on rules. I don't need to speculate right now. Um, do you know what? I've just, I just love the look of them. This Blood Angels one they've got has just got me well excited. That's all I need you to might, know. You might even paint <laughs> some Blood Angels, mate. Maybe, maybe. Old, uh, I got myself, well, actually, 
old Sam here. He got me some uh, contrast paints recently. So I've kind of got no excuse, but I'm trying to make excuses every day. So uh, maybe one day I'll, uh, I'll get the paints out again. Talk, yeah, talk I, I game, have to I'm going to have to paint them for him. It's going to come down to it. <laughs> no, mate, don't do that. Then you enable them for life. Um, <laughs> let's talk Let's talk Eradicators. We talked to them at the beginning of the show. They haven't really had much... They sort of just went, oh yeah, we've put these in the box and no one's really talked about them at all. Um, Who cares? They're underwhelming. Also said. Oh, Nick's coming in hot. Well, I mean, they were, they, you know, they, they, they fill, they fill, a, they fill a, a, a gap that they hadn't with the Primaris models, you know, close combat, hot, like high AP killers because, you know, the aggressors just had power fists and, and flamers, which aren't going to do anything to a vehicle at range. Mm. So, you know, that, it's almost like they were just filling the gap rules-wise. The models, you know, and giving something for Salamander's players and Blood Angels um, and anyone else who likes fire. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts, honestly. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Nick, telling it like it is since the 80s. Um, Concise. Yeah, I mean, f- fair enough. Like, and I think that's the point of, to be honest, like as Sam was talking about, our oh, Space Marines have got a lot of stuff earlier, but that's sort of the point. Some people I'm sure are like, oh, I love these models. I actually really quite like them. I'll, I'll kind of talk about why I like them in a minute. Uh, Sam, what thoughts on Eradicators? Um, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's neat seeing uh, Melted Weaponry with a bit of range on it. Um, yes, yeah, one, one thing I wouldn't mind having in the Chaos Armory, but you know, <laughs> nope. Uh, but I do, going back to what we were saying earlier, and these different units in this box set will fit different chapters. Um, there are some green gentlemen, I think these all are spot on for. Yeah, Salamander players. I'm, I, I've sort of, Salamanders are a chapter that I've kind of coveted for quite a while and have been on the fence about starting. To be honest, it's a cash flow problem uh, at the moment, but maybe maybe this will be one of the one of the units that kind of pushes me over the edge. Um, yeah. Uh, I want. I, I really like the fact that they're in Gravis armor, and I really like the guns. I think that they're cool because um, Hellblasters, you know, promised a lot, but sort of didn't really deliver apart from like the first week of eighth, and then they kind of disappeared. And I painted up, you know, two squads of them, and they never, they never get to see the tabletop. So perhaps these are kind of a cool way to have some anti-tank in 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 Primaris uh, armies from now on. Ben, anything to add? Have these in your Blood Angels? Yeah, man. I mean, do you know what? Uh, I I actually love the guns. I love how they're holding uh, their their other hand over the top of it. It feels feels quite different from what we normally see. Um, again, I love the Gravis armor as well. They they obviously feel like they're they're really weighted down, like uh, holding holding back against the uh, the force of the weapon. Um, the, the, the I'm looking at the uh, kind of guy on the right at the moment. He almost feels like he's holding himself from being pushed back yeah exactly which i really like actually uh the helmets i I, you know i've always quite liked as well and and if anything else um it's almost looking to the future like what's the multi-part kit going to look like what other weapons are we going to see on these guys are they like hell blasters where they only have this melter long-range variant or will we be able to see some kind of blast cannon variant on them as well is there any kind of um other weaponry they're going to come with later down the line um i think they look a bit you know but 
it's hard to, after we've seen all the amazing models for four with all their great iconography, their tabards, all their different like skulls and bits and pieces, these guys and the following models just do a look, look a little bit more boring, but they have to be, they're troops. You know, they're just, uh, they're there to serve a purpose. Not Spend four and a half years painting all your models otherwise, because you've got so much detail to paint. Absolutely, Which I know for Sam absolutely. is like, a, you know, an ideal week, but for some of us is uh, a bit daunting. <laughs> No, I, I really like these. They, they kind of remind me of um, something from Aliens or something. It's uh, it's nice. I love I love the gun pose. It's very cool. Yeah. Can I just jump onto a point Ben made? Like, I sure. Thought it was great. Like, I could definitely see these guys having some sort of like heavy Volkite variant down the line. Mm. I mean, if that's going to pop up more, um, then you know, there's your beam weaponry. Because yeah, if you, if you notice the L Primaris, they're not as fast about Laz weaponry. Yeah. So we could it, do it, with some Laz cannons, couldn't we? I know they've got, you know, every they're, they're filling the gap with all different we- weapons, but it'd be nice to see some sort of variant there. So, yeah, like with the um, the aggressors, maybe when they get their own box set, they might have some um, different swap out options. Um, yeah, I got you. Because I find the, the melters look, they almost look a little bit too small. That's my problem. Just, That's my problem. Justify that top handle. Um, I thought I they might have a longer. I've yeah. got something meatier. I mean, grav weapons, you know, that normal space marines have are fucking huge. And that's like a little guy carrying a big gun. Since Primaris are bigger, it would have been it would have been cooler to see like a, a newer design for a melter. I don't know, that's my opinion. But you guys have not about the rest. I, I've changed my opinion. I like the poses. It's just the guns are, are too small. No, no. I, 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 I'm not, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm a big fan of, of melters, the way they look in general. So, you know, that's what I hadn't really considered that, mate. So I think, I think that's a good point. I, I almost feel like they need to be, they need to look like Gatling cannons, like the way that they're holding them. I like, just want to see like a, a mini gun. You know, like change change it to a minigun or something would look jokes, but um, no, I, yeah. I I think I think you raise a good point, and it's it, it's interesting when you kind of go back and forth and you notice little details. You're like, oh, actually, no, I kind of see what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. You kind of feel like they need a bigger a bigger gun to wield, like that that, that thing from the front of the laser vindicator. You know, when it's got like the quad <laughs> barrels on it. Yeah, if, if like quad or triple barrels, I think they'd look right at home. Yeah, mate. Well. Maybe some conversion uh, there for for some folks out there. Uh, the, other, on, the other the other two models, the Blade Guard Ancient, that's my favorite in the set. I like uh, calm, stoic-looking guys. A lot of my Emperor's children are posed like that on purpose. You know, not in a attacking pose because I think it looks calmly menacing. And, Interesting. Yeah. You're you're a fan of the Blade Guard Ancient. I think he looks a bit like Friar Tuck, to be honest. From uh, from Robin Hood, just needs a just needs a fat guy head instead of a helmet. Um, He's probably my least favorite model in the set, but but ah, hmm, interesting. Yeah, that's uh, horses for courses, as I say. Yeah, he's um, he represents more of the monk aesthetic to the yeah. space marine. I mean, he he's he's the most serious one. He's the one who doesn't tell jokes. And although I think he's got a wire on that pole that he pulls, and the skeleton, the skulls like jaw wiggles. <laughs> that's his, that's his joke. Only only the puppet can tell the jokes. It's his, it's his yeah, personality. It, it's like a mannequin act that he does to keep them entertained at night because you know there's not much going on in the monastery. Um, so they wheel him in, and he's like, oh, "Hello," and then he'll just drink like a um, glass of water or mead or whatever the freak they uh, they quaff, and uh, yeah, he'll talk, and, and they'll all be like, "My God, it's the emperor talking to us." But <laughs> the ancient, yeah. Uh, um, you don't even have to he, since he's wearing a helmet being a ventriloquist is easy as well he's got a free pass <laughs> I'd, like, I'd, I'd like to chat I'd like to chat about the bikes as well because I think they're stunning I always yeah. love bikes so. I'm keen to talk about the bikes so so let's let's 
the assault intercessor squad. I just think think maybe like one Ooh, comment each. I'm just yeah. going to say they look spot on. Love the poses. Everyone yeah. wanted them. I think we all need them. They're just. I think they're just a great great unit. Like agreed. Yep. I agree. It'd be, it'd be. I mean, I know. I, I, I don't want to uh, digress too much, but if, if I could see a chaos variant of this, that would be great. Yes, Hundred yes, percent. That's why I want. Well, just convert yeah. them into convert them to corn berserkers right now, lads. That's that. that like, you know, I, I when I I've spoke to a few people who were doing corn berserker armies, and they were like, "Oh, how am I going to convert primaris?" Blah blah. Straight away, done. Next. I mean, obviously the rules need to follow, but they're just corn berserkers yeah. waiting to happen. My space walls, they're they're in straight away. Ben's blood angel. I mean. Ragnar's finally got some some Primaris lads that can charge up the battlefield with him and he's, he's got some support. He's not doing it on his own. Suddenly, he becomes yeah, quite exactly. a be- beast. As you were saying earlier, Adam, like the, the shields might not be for you, but these guys definitely are. Oh, 100%. They're going straight in the space halls. Benji? These, these, these are Def Company. Def Company straight away. Um, I'd, I'd yeah, love man. to put the Reaver helmets on these guys as yes. well. Um and just fucking mess them up a bit, you know, make them look like they've been out there for a while. Um, yeah, nothing else really to say. They just look, they look great. Every, every pose looks excellent. Uh, there's some menace in some of them. This guy looking over his shoulder looks great, like running towards us. Um, I don't know what it is, but the, the chainsaws look really beefy. Like, maybe I've not looked at a chainsaw. So just to wrap this thing up, sorry, we've had a couple of technical issues and we, we've cut out a couple of times, but hopefully in the edit, this will sound seamless. Um, but yes, we were just wrapping up. I think that we're going to have a lot of DACA on the Primera stuff. Um, lads, we've, just as we put, draw, draw this into a c- conclusion, because we talked, there's, like, we, like I said at the top of the show, there's so much to talk about at the moment and we kind of wanted to talk about some more stuff, but we've run out of time. So we'll, we'll have to do another episode if you guys are up for it and talk about... Um, sort of the end of eighth really and 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 the current campaign which is psychic psychic uh awakening which will feed into the ninth edition i think we're just in the next two weeks we're gonna have even more talk about so um but just to wrap this up um i think maybe what are you most looking forward to about kind of ninth and the box set we'll go around each of you sam uh it's that sort of like giddy christmas morning feeling when you get it and I can open it up in the living room floor and surround myself in sprues and just, you know, in, in, enjoy the moment. And then, but then slowly weep as I realize I've inherited another 60 models that are going to have to be added to the backlog. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to getting the brawl book as well, flipping through it, seeing the awesome artwork and the law they've probably put in that we don't know about yet. And then obviously what the, um, the games are going to launch into. It's like, I'm sure they've got some incredible stuff up their sleeves and, you know, there's so much more to come and, um, like, you know, the, the different Primarchs factions that, you know, are going to get updated and it's like, it's just a very exciting time to be in the hobby. And, um, as you said earlier, the whole thing sort of like crept up. So, um, yeah, I'm going to dive head first into this one. Nice man. And apart from your one blade guard dude that you're going to make a space wolf for me. So, that, um, try and prove me wrong. Uh, what are you going to yeah. paint these guys? Are they going to be, be added to the Ultramarines? Are the Ultramarines finally going to get completed? What's, what's, what's the chat? Uh, yeah, well, every box set I've bought has, has just added another chunk of army to my poor Ultramarines. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any reason to start a different Space Marine army. I mean, I've, I've always had the Ultramarines since I was a kid. So it seems, you know, only appropriate. Um, Necrons, of course, will become, yeah, another army. Um, <laughs> 
Well, perhaps you can start a crusade army with them. I, I really want to do... Um, James on the podcast talks about us all starting a new army for crusade and kind of starting small and then, and then building it together. And I was like, that's such a cool idea. So I it hope is. we can kind of get, get to do that. But um, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing your Ultramarines. You've got, you got like T- Tiggy and, and, and all of the characters and stuff and you play your, your all Death Guard all the time. So um, I'm quite looking forward to seeing some, some Ultramarines on the table. Yeah, me too, mate. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Nick? Thoughts, feelings, anything, any, any, any future? I mean, I'm super excited. Uh, I won't have time to paint up this box set since I'm busy with a redacted project and I'll be adding some stuff like Fabius Bile and some other things to my Chaos Army. Um, you know, and I always, I try to finish the things that, you know, I buy before buying more stuff. Um, I'd love to personally, I mean, this, the aesthetic suits Black Templars perfectly. Uh, I would love to see that or a white scar. I mean, maybe I'll do that at some point. I was going to say, because you you haven't actually got, out of all of the players in our group, I think you're the only one who doesn't have a Space Marine Army. You know, you've well, got, got a Terra Space Marine Army. Well, I've got, I've got a Space Marine kill team. That's 15 people large, <laughs> which is enough enough for like, you know, two three units of troops. So what chapter? Just, uh, it's just my own. Just oh, sick. Custom, custom color scheme. I need to print out... Um, Custom decals, but yeah. Um, Do they have a name? I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking of like Void Angels or something. You know, combining two generic Space Marine. Strong. Words. I like um, that. But yeah, uh, what am I looking forward to? Just new people in the hobby. To be honest, even if I'm not going to buy this box and, and paint it up, uh, you know, like I said in the in, at the beginning, I came into it in the beginning of eighth, and I'm looking forward to you know making new friends and uh, meeting new faces. Yeah. Well, that's sort of what this podcast is all about is, is, you know, where there are other podcasts out there, there are loads of, um, people in the hobby. There are loads of people that want to share about the hobby. I, I think the community is becoming stronger and more diverse and more connected. And there are some people out there that are real experts in it. And, you know, we've got p- people that we really look up to that got us into the hobby. Um, uh, you know, some of the bat reps and some of the other podcasts that kind of like have really helped us develop our hobby. Um, and, uh, and we're not trying to kind of, do the same as them we're just coming from it in our perspective and hopefully this podcast is for the people that are joining the hobby first timers and kind of want to you know want to get a bit more involved and and hear from our perspective not the you know the people that have been you know we obviously tapped out for for 10 to 15 years or however long it was for each of us and kind of came back to it late and there were a lot of people that kind of stuck with it so i'm you know i'm hoping that this like you say nick that this podcast can also support those people and and, and, and be a place for them to kind of come and come and collaborate with us and talk to us. Um, Benj, are we finally going to see some Blood Angels? We are definitely going to see some Blood Angels. I'm very yeah, scared and intimidated by this, though, because I have this uh, paralyzing um, fear of painting at the moment, where as soon as I add paint to a model, I've ruined it. So... Um, and I, I've got this stupid thing where I have this really high expectation of what I want to show you guys. You know, like Sam's putting us all to shame every time. Adam, you've been like getting better and better of every model you paint. And I've just been sat there in the shadows, just like, I'm sure I can do it, but I just started to know. So uh, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to start doing some demo units. I've got loads left over. Um, uh, so I've, I've got my contrast paints now. I've got like so many of these goddamn Terminators that I love, which haven't had any, any attention to them yet. So I think I'm going to try a bit of contrast painting on uh, some, some, you know, practice units before this box comes out. Um, 
but I really want to do these guys justice. Do you know what I've never done? I've never completed a unit enough to add the transfers. You know, I did when I was a kid, added a couple of Space Wolf patches onto like some arms and stuff. But I, since coming back into the hobby, since having my uh, refined art skills now, I've never got to that point. So I really, really want to get to the point where I can be like, this guy's complete. I'm going to add the decals. Might even varnish him. Who knows? But um, yeah, I, I'm just going to... I'll probably just start with one guy to start with, you know. I might just, I might just see how it goes. Um, I, I'm not in a rush to paint all these guys. Like I, the first time I bought a load of um, uh, Def Company, I was in such a rush to get them painted to play uh, play a game with them, and they just uh, fell to the wayside because of that. So I'm not going to take my. I'm just going to take my time and just do one one at a time, you know. But I'm looking forward to getting something finished this time and saying, do you know what? That's complete. Yeah, man. I, I just to just to pick, kind of speak to that a little bit because I think you know, like I just said from from Nick's point of view, this podcast is very much aimed at people coming back to the hobby or starting the hobby again and and kind of talking through our journey. And I'm sure there's a load of people that really identify with you there, mate. Like I think everyone in our hobby group has probably gone through that at some stage. I certainly did, and mm-hmm. very kind for you to say that. You know, my my models are coming on, but. I, I kind of had to have an agreement with myself that every model I paint is not going to be as I hope it would be and knowing that it's not going to be up to my expectations. But every time I paint one, it's going to be closer to my expectations to the point where I actually start putting out like my Wolf Lord, my, the last model I painted. I was like pretty pleased with him. I was like, all oh, right, he actually looks pretty rad. And that you, you unfortunately have to go through that process of, of one, figuring out your color scheme, how you end up liking to paint them, your your process as it were like every i almost feel like every model i paint i have to like do one or two test models to kind of figure out my process and then i'm like right cool now i'm ready to paint 40 of them or 50 of them i haven't been absolutely Um, it's a trial by error isn't it every yeah and that's how you learn you know like obviously my kind of lifestyle coaching comes in there a little bit and anyone who i'm working with them on their diet everything's trial uh, uh, sort of uh, you know you got you got to fail a little bit it's there's a lovely mm. quote from i think Nelson Mandela said it it's like i never i never fail i learn or i succeed and yeah. and that's kind of true you know so mate i can't wait to see your blood angels i you know i i know what you mean obviously but you were a really strong painter when we were kids and as an artist you kind of feel like there's expectations that you have to meet but i just i just can't wait to see you with an army on the tabletop and and i think that you know you'll do you'll do an absolute, your, your army will look awesome. And I, I'm, I always pest you just cause I, just cause I'm excited to see what you produce and know it will be, you know, while you might be like, Oh, I could do better. I think I'll be like, that's fucking cool. So, um, so I'm very much looking forward to that. And anyone else listening to this, you know, share your armies with us. We're, we're really excited to, we love kind of looking at other people's paintwork and we're constantly sharing things that we find on Instagram. So do share, but mate, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some blood angels and playing against them. I think blood angels are a really cool space Marine chapter. The more I read about them as well, I was like, damn it, Ben's picked the really cool chapter. I really like the blood angels. The, the Devastation of Baal um, is such a cool book and Dante is such a cool character. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Any other final thoughts, gents? Otherwise we'll close this thing down. I think that about wraps it up. There's, we've uh, smashed the uh, box out of the park, but yeah, there's uh, a lot more to be discussed. 
Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, we gave 90% of the uh, <laughs> the time to the Marines and then just quickly did a rush speed of the Necrons. I think, like you say, Adam, it'd be great to have some uh, Necron players on, on the next cast just to get their kind of, you know, view on what they're, what they're seeing here. Like, as a designer, uh, as someone who loves the hobby, they all look great, but I'd love to know from, you know, a real enthusiast of the faction, like what they think, you know, like do these, do these match up to the law they've been reading, do these match up to what they had in their heads, you know, it'd be great to hear. Well, there's a load of new, the interesting thing is a load of new law and with the silent King coming back, it's sort of like, it's as if a, another Primarch's come back for the, it's almost like the lions come back for space Marines and cause him and Gwilliman don't get on. It's sort of like that because you've got Emotet as well, who's like doesn't get doesn't want the Silent Kin to come back. So it could be almost like a, a, a civil war and stuff. But yeah, I think we should get Whale and and certainly Marcus on to kind of talk about it because I know Marcus is going to go into Necrons and and James Whale, who's been on the podcast before. He's uh he's the kind of Necron. He's the guy we always ask questions of when it comes to Necrons. Like, is that good? Is this a good rule? Or is this going to be a good model? And he's kind of like yes or no and stuff. So he's our kind of Necron expert. So yeah, we should get him on. Apologies if you are a fan of the Necrons or wanted more ne- Necron content from this. Um, we, uh, I mean, I'm like I, I confess, big SM fan, and uh, most of a lot of our hobby hobby crew are SM and or Chaos players. So you tend to get that sort of slant on it. Yeah. Sorry, Sam. Yeah, we get people on who know what they're talking about. Basically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nick, anything to any final thought from you, bud? Shit. Regarding the painting. I remember when I first started, I feel like it's like jumping off a cliff. You're fucking terrified at the beginning that you're going to paint something shit. And then, you know, you just push yourself to, to kind of free fall. And then, it, um, and then, you, you know, it becomes something you don't expect. And you you know, the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even my, my art teacher said it was something cheesy to me when I was a kid. She's like, you don't, you don't make mistakes, make happy mistakes. And I always remember that, that, that line, whenever I, I, I fuck something up on our model, you know what I mean? I just do some something to try and make it look good, and it ends up having a unique flair. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely a psychological thing. And I remember what it was like pushing myself. Um, yeah, I like I like taking risks. I guess I'm a risk taker. So that's why I become a painting addict. One model a week is my minimum. And nice I, man. I stick, 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 strict routine. And yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've still got so so far to go. Um, but you know, trying new techniques is what it's all about, right? Yeah, absolutely, mate. And I like I love that as well. You know, you read stuff like a, a book, Atomic Habits, and things to make something a habit. Some, doing something small, like just a model a week, or just pick up a model and paint ten minutes a day, or something like that. You know, and, and build your paint station and have it so that it's not a big setup or pat down process, and and make the barrier to entry small. Um, and yeah. just start small and, and build from there and, and you'll be you'll be a pro like Sam in no time uh, <laughs> that's very kind words Adam but um, I, I just um, they're grey I just photoshop them <laughs> but, yeah, um, I always um, remember I think one of my old tutors or someone someone said it um, to me uh, a quote from Chuck Jones who was a, a animator with uh, Warner Brothers and he, he said um, every artist had thousands of bad drawings in them and the only way to get rid of them is to draw them out and I think that's so appropriate to painting. Well, you know, it's, well, it's the same thing. You do by learning. No, you learn by doing. There you go. 
And on that note, we're going to draw this podcast to an end. Team, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please interact with us. I'll put all of our Instagrams down in the bottom. You can come check our models. Please be kind. And if you can, share this podcast with someone. If you're on uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, give give us a review. And we will catch you in the next episode. Thank you very much, gents. Have a good rest of your evening. Peace. Hello, bye. Damn it. Cheers. <laughs> oh.